It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And now here's the star of our show, James Van It is car con carne back in the car. I'm James Van Ostel outside Haymarket on Randolph in the big city of Chicago in the West Loop. My guest tonight, to my right, if you're watching this on video, if you're watching this on Facebook, if you're watching this on YouTube, my guest is a Soul Train award-winning artist, a member of the new power generation, a vocalist who can change the course of mighty rivers, and a person whose tour will land at space on Tuesday. It's Liv Warfield next to me. Liv, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. And most importantly, I'm so glad you can eat. You just played Peoria last night. Yes. And you haven't eaten all day. I haven't. So excuse me. Were you saving up just for this? <laughs> Absolutely. I definitely did not eat a thing. I was on the road. It was only 115 miles. Excuse me if I'm counting, but the <laughs> countdown is here now at Hay Market. Mm-hmm. So did you just spend all day on 55? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. I woke up pretty early. I told my mom, I was like, she was like, you want some food? She had breakfast this morning. And I was like, no, I'm saving it for this moment, right? I'm so serious. I'm saving it right you now. You were so. so smart because here's the thing, Liv. <laughs> I, I thought Haymarket would just, you know, set us up with a sandwich or two. They set us up with more food than we can yeah, they did. reasonably consume. Yeah. All right. So you got the Riot, which is the, um, that is the pork shoulder. That's the pork shoulder, Smoked yes. Smoked pork shoulder, Memphis barbecue, a Serrano and pear jardinera. Want me to hold the pretzels? Oh, please. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Look at this. Oh, my goodness. Let's let's see if we can uh, yeah, let's, zero in on let's, this. Let's do the slow twirl here. Oh, that is lovely. Look at that. Oh, look, and there's that's probably the Chardonnay that I is, just mentioned. Yes. Serrano and Pear Chardonnay. Yes. Are you a Chardonnay fan? Do you like spicy? I like, okay, so I do love spicy. Not too much, but I do really love spicy food. So, yeah. All right, I'll let you try to, oh, I've got, we've got silverware. If you want to cut that or. No, let's not do that. Just, let's just go for it. All right, so I have, <laughs> let's just dive okay. right in. Yep, yep. I've got a spicy pepperoni pizza sitting in front of me, which I encourage you to share with me. Yeah, let's do this. I'll help you out here. So we've got black olives on it. Yes. It looks like, uh, is it feta or is it goat? It's got to be goat. I think that's goat. Yeah. This looks great. Oh my God. And Mm. I love the thin like cracker crust. Yeah, me too. I know we're all supposed to like deep dish in Chicago. I love a great thin crust. I do too. I'm sorry, Chicago, but I do love a thin crust. I mean, also eat the, I'll happily eat deep dish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, For everyday pizza consumption. Yeah, 100%. All right. All right, here we go. We're going to start eating. And we have so much to talk about with Warfield. Yes, we do. Look at this pizza. (sighs) I'm pretty darn hungry too. There's no shame. Mm. Here we go. In the Midwest, gluttonous eating is celebrated. Mm. <laughs> I hope there's a noise of joy. <laughs> Liv is literally speechless from food. Uh, and true to what they advertise, the spicy pepperoni is really spicy. I may break out in a sweat. First, okay. The flavor that this is back in excuse me right here like no joke like i'm picky about like pork shoulder and stuff like Mm -hmm. that barbecue stuff yeah Mm -hmm. like super picky um this baby is where it's at i'm sorry that makes me happy to hear Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right if you're down with spice i want you to try the pizza too 
Okay. I can already feel the back of my head and my forehead sweating. Okay. I should have cut this thing. I'm so sorry. I'm telling you. Okay, here we go. Don't be afraid of of silverware. I hope I'm not smacking. (laughs) It's what makes this show great. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Here we go. If we can't get world-class musicians smacking their food on my... I know, I know. What's the point? There's no shame here. Okay, here we go. Let me cut this. You have to just... Let me get it in a side where I haven't even took the bite out. Hold on. So you can understand what I've got going mm-hmm. on over here, okay? The black yeah. olives on this uh, spicy pepperoni pizza are a nice touch. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, so li- like, truthfully, listen, I I really don't do a lot of black olives, but we're about to Me neither. we're about to turn the page on that mm-hmm. right now. Me neither. Okay? All right, get some of this. Or like and a I'll... good tapenade, perhaps? But it... yeah, yeah. Oh, let me look get at this. that. Look at that. Here, hold it up. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get the other side. Here we go. And it's like I knew. I wanted to make sure there was food waiting for you when you got and here. I didn't want you to have I to really get here and place an order. I wanted... Oh, look at that. Moist. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Here you go. I cut it. And that's a substantial sandwich. Let's be clear. That's like... This is really... They're not it playing is, games. Yeah, it's really <laughs> substantial. Seriously. No, they're not like skimping on the meats. <laughs> you know, it's enough for the bread. The bun was... I See, I like a shiny bun. And toasted. Oh, that, that, um, I think it's a brioche bun. This is a. I think it. I think it is brioche. Looks delicious. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Let me get a slice. I cut you off the side. I cut a little for you. Here you go. Oh, that's for me. Yeah, I cut it and oh, made sure out. that it's good. I don't want. I don't want to take your sandwich. Yeah, come on. It's okay. I'm taking the pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here we go. Oh my God. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? You getting the heat? Wait for it. Wait for it. It has hit. Oh, this is good. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like the barbecue. I like the Memphis. I like the kind of vinegary, mustardy. Yes. Yes. It's little. It's like, it tastes a little sweet, but not too mm-hmm. much. It's it's packing some really good flavor, really, for real. I feel the heat now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if you're like me. If, you, if you're... A barbecue fan. I, am. I I generally keep my sauce on the side. Yeah. Well, especially with like ribs. Or, okay. Like I, I like to dry rub and then add sauce sparingly. Okay, I get that. To me, it's easier to add than take off. That's true. That's true. I guess it's for me all in the moment. Sometimes some people are really mm-hmm. heavy-handed with the sauce. For sure. You know what I mean. Oh, I do love how everything's getting the uh, brioche bread very soaky. Mm-hmm. That, exactly. Oh, man. You feel what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I feel what you're saying. I like the shininess of bread. Mm. <laughs> so, we're recording this on Sunday night. Yeah, Sunday. Beautiful you, Sunday night. It's a, I thought it was going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. When I woke up this morning, I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to record during a you know Rain. driving rainstorm. It's going to be exactly. gray and bleak and dreary. It's beautiful It's downtown. a lovely night it's to be. Beautiful. Yeah, it's really nice. <laughs> Everything worked out. Uh, but we're recording this on Sunday. 48 hours from now, you'll be on stage at Space mm. in Evanston, which yeah. is a really great little room. Yeah, okay, okay. I've never been inside and I've never played the room, but I've heard a lot about the room, mm-hmm. so I'm excited about it. Yeah, I think it's perfect for you. Mm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's the right vibe, everything. You're, yeah. You're going to kill it there. Plus. <laughs> so, you played Peoria last night. Yes. By the way, I saw what you posted on social. Mm-hmm. That venue you played. Yes. 
Was that a restored church? What? It was actually a restored, it's like a hundred-year-old like mason building. It looked so like I had nothing to compare it to in Chicago. I mean, it looked. It's stunning. Like on the outside, I believe they put like a couple million into like renovating the space, and um, it's absolutely stunning. Like you get in there, crazy sound system crazy lighting system but it's also a theater so they do a lot of plays there mm-hmm. and i don't think that they've had a lot of shows there so when i had a chance to step inside the building i was like at, at every square inch of that place it's a lot of history you know mm-hmm. but it's something really beautiful in that space it's lovely it's lovely so lovely. Is your hometown yes mm-hmm. how does it feel to come back and do a show like that it was it was really fun like i I was there six years ago for the first time, and here's the thing, keep in mind that people do not know me back home for being a singer. Like, I was really more of an athlete. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so to come there now, there's some people that are still in shock, like, okay, where is this coming from? Like, <laughs> singing stuff, we never saw you do any of that. Yeah. You played with who? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it, it kind of takes some people a minute to kind of adjust to not little Olivia, but like, Okay, this is Liv, not Olivia, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was really great, like really the greatest homecoming. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the other show you did last week. Mm. You were in Paisley Park on Thursday. Yeah, I was on the anniversary of Prince's passing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think we can have a conversation with you and not talk about Prince. Of course, <laughs> like like I get it. Like he's everything to me, and and gave me the space as many as others the space to like he was just very he shared his light and never had to that's the best way I can put it like he believed in the independent artist Mm -hmm. and um and I was there to celebrate my brother my master teacher my mentor um yeah I was just there to celebrate him not mourn him in any way um but just to really celebrate him and the love was in the building and that's really all I wanted like I wanted to do a show that if he was sitting in the back like he would enjoy like I think that he would have loved you know so yeah. I, I, now I can't imagine the the amount of emotions you may have had of course heading into last week and yeah. even walking on stage oh I mean, I'm sure that was deeply emotional it was it was I think I finally have had time before I didn't have a lot of time to really like be okay with it mm-hmm and now I'm not really okay with them more like just peace you know I couldn't hear his voice for a long time but when I walked inside Paisley Park this time was calm this time was different this time I knew in my mind trust me now I was nervous I was I, I'm sure I was nervous I was just overwhelmed but when we hit the stage and the lights came on when I laid those roses down at the very front I was okay I was good after that. Yeah. One of the many, many things about Prince that's mm-hmm. worth noting mm-hmm. is that sense of community he engendered. Like, 100%. Prince, Prince's fans, the people who who support him and brought him up. and Absolutely. That is a community. That is a tight community. Yeah. Of, I mean, even, like, of course, like the Purple Army and his community, but even like where he's from, his mm-hmm. Minneapolis community, that part. Like, I think for him, like... I feel like that really mattered the most in ways that we just were able to continue what he really wanted was the love for just for people for one another you know what I mean like 
he wanted everybody to win in every way, in every way possible. Whatever your thing is, whatever that is, we gonna be winning around here, you know. And for the Purple Army, the same thing, you know, uh, love for one another, you know, live for love. Like the symbolism and everything that he did, there was always signs that we knew. Like it was kind of it was a foreshadowing, you know. It was just always thought ahead, like. Beyond us. <laughs> when I met you, I, I said, you know, I, I have to address Prince. I, yeah, I don't of course. Want, I know this interview is about you, but it, it's hard mm. to separate Prince from your career story. I get that. Yeah. And I, I said to you, for those of us who've never met, never met Prince, mm-hmm. I mean, there's such mythology. He's such a larger-than-life yeah. character. Mm. I mean, I think for a lot of us, we just want to know, what, what was he like? Mm. Was he funny? Was he... All that. Fun, funny. Serious. Um, playful, innovative, was serious about his music. Number one, he is music, serious about his music. But when he played hard, he played hard. When we worked hard, we worked hard. That's the thing. Like The balance. The balance. And, you know, it's beautiful for me to see because I think back then when I started out at MPG, I understood, but I now I'm understanding more as I've gotten older to sure. kind of like really realize when I was on stage watching him, like, okay, I get it. Okay, I get it. Like now in my life, I get it now a little bit. Um, I don't understand it completely, but I am starting to understand. Yeah. How did you feel after all this time when Welcome to America came out? Mm-mm. Was that another wave of emotions? Like, I can't. Um, that was a trip because not that I didn't forget it because that moment was so surreal I was more shocked when it did come out like I was like oh my god we did record that me and the girls Shelby and Elisa Shelby J excuse me and um, Elisa Fiorello when we were singing that stuff that was a very important time um, for him and I think um, musically I just I don't know I just there was a lot going on in his mind and I was just really appreciative for just him choosing us to kind of be the vessels of that frequency you know what i mean i feel like he trusted us um tonally if people could understand that tonally what that meant um you know these are important lyrics that was an incredible album he was people weren't ready for that i don't i don't think people were ready for that record back then but now for sure yeah but he was always ahead of oh of course (laughs) always Always, always, always ahead. Yeah. You think about all the barriers he broke down. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's really, for me personally, the most beautiful and encouraging thing to see because he was never afraid. Always his authentic self from the beginning. And, like... And that's a lesson we can all learn from. Absolutely. Like, always his authentic self. And I'm like, baby, I'm, you know... I'm trying to find it. He found that, you know what I mean? 11 years old and before then. So, yeah. <laughs> so, talking to Liv Warfield, mm-hmm. Tuesday night at Space, you're performing. Mm-hmm. I, I mentioned that your voice can change the course of Mighty Rivers. <laughs> I, I'm not a sports fan, but yes. I, I do appreciate the expression, leave it all on the field. I feel like you yeah. leave it all on stage when you when you sing. I try. I try. I have a stage is... The stage is my home. The stage is where I absolutely feel the most uh, comfortable with myself and being in my own skin. Mm-hmm. Really, I do. And, 
Yeah, <laughs> I leave it. I leave it out. So, and you can hear what live sounds like live as you're planning to get your tickets to space. Yes, live at Cafe Wa is uh, mm-hmm. available now. Yes, it, it is a, a wonderful live testament. Thank you uh, of what thank you do you, on thank stage. You, thank you. And even the intro, more things. Ah, this is something that announces you're about to see a rock show. Okay, <laughs> this is something that says we're about to get into this. Oh yeah, we don't play around. No, just to let you know, like I, I think. I really try to conserve my energy. I'm probably in the back, you know, get ready to go on, you know, on stage. And I'm like, I don't think I can conserve this. And I also kind of gauge the energy of the room. I can tell when I walk in the room and I can feel it. But my, the, the, the band members that I have, they're insane musicians. I, you know, that is really the thing that's really important to me is the energy that they keep and they hold me up and I appreciate them for that. But it's a crazy show. It is amazing. Well, and kind of to your point, one of the things I love about your music, and I guess, I mean, you could say the same thing about Prince, Mm. you don't restrict yourself to one sound. I mean, you really do embrace a breadth of sounds. Yeah. Mm. Suddenly you you listen to Live live at Cafe Wall, you think, Mm. okay, here comes a rock show. But I mean, you go in so many different and interesting Mm. directions, like... It's just your music, but it folds all these different expectations into it. Yeah, it might take a jazzy turn here or a funk turn here mm. or R&B, but it's yeah. everything. It's, it's, the, it's really mm. the breadth of American music. Blessings. I really appreciate that from you because I... I people, if you at first heard me in 2006, yes, R&B was very much my stage of performing music and writing. But because of the growth, like I feel like I wanted to dab into everything, like take everything, everything <clears throat> that I've learned, not even from Prince, but like Nancy Wilson of Hard, yep. and like, you know, even from like my mentors, Linda Hornbuckle, like, is the heat getting to you? Uh, my nose is running. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying. I know we're talking serious stuff here, Liv, but my nose oh, is... no, it's okay. I saw it. I was like, okay, okay. The heat, the heat is getting to you. I'm, I'm sweating. I'm, no, I'm trying no, not to. No. I'm trying not to hiccup. It's okay. You know, people know if it's good food. Yeah, absolutely. You have to enjoy it. Actually, bring on the sandwich. Yeah, let's, let's... bring on the sandwich. Yeah, let's do that. So we're talking about your music and talking yes. about how you've evolved. Yes. Sonically. Mm-hmm. Well, to carry that, carry that theme. Yes. Because I cut, this is the fried chicken sandwich. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Are you going to take half of this? Sure, I'll have some. Let me help you out. There you go. Yeah, I, yeah I've I've involved, evolved musically. And um, it's Great. just, I think, through my experiences, honestly. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh I did a terrible job of cutting it. No, it's I? okay. I'll fold. We're going to make this work, honey, okay? okay? We're going to make it work, <laughs> okay? Um. No, I think I've just evolved musically through a lot of my life experiences, but then also trying to incorporate that in some of the stuff that I do, like R&B, the rock and roll side, the rock and soul mm-hmm. side, like your Betty Davises, um, excuse me, like pure funk rock. You know, Prince introduced me to a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Tina Turner's definitely one of my huge inspirations sure. and Mother's Finest. So all of those things... And that gumbo, I like to, it's just a lot of what I like to experience. But I don't know. I just try to go with the flow, really. But I don't like to be put in one box and being like, okay, it's just R&B. That's not. I touch on it. I touch on jazz, of course. It's, you know, 
Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just and again, part of me. this is all me. American music. Absolutely. I mean, it's also ancestral and black music, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's those well, things that... you could say all American music comes from ancestral black music. Absolutely. And so I just, you know, I, I want to be able to show that and express that in, in ways, but it's always through love. Like, legit. Like, it is an energy up there when we play from all musicians down. Like, real music by real musicians. Prince used to say it, and it's it's very true <laughs> like I miss the let me have this first I just miss the energy between people mm. well on the new EP the, the song Crash mm. talk about rock I mean the guitar seems like such an important instrument yes on that particular song very much um, my friend first and not to say my guitar player because he still plays with Sade now but Ryan Waters is genius. The songs that he writes, the chemistry that him and I both have when we write together, it's amazing. Like, it's just that funk rock. Very funk, but very rock. Yeah, it's it's really dope. It's sexy. It's really dope. And, mm-hmm. you know, on, on the R&B tip, don't say much. Mm-mm, mm-hmm. Kind of swings hard in that direction. It does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there are also some really fantastic tempo changes on that one, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I'm talking with food in your mouth. I'm... No. <laughs> okay, first, before I respond, spicy. Mm-hmm. Really, really great. I lo- this is really, really good. Yeah, I'm loving this. I don't know what the sauce is on this. It's like, I don't know, like a mayonnaise. It's definitely spicy mayonnaise, mayonnaise. base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is solid. And I love a good pickle to kind of... Brighten things up. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you'll be able to sleep well tonight after oh, these shows. God. After Peoria last night, Paisley Park last week, and this traveling, and then eating all this food, you're going to sleep like a baby tonight. She is. <laughs> so please, no phone calls till after <laughs> one p.m. tomorrow. Okay. That's right. That seems only fair. It's only fair. So again, we can stream right now live at Cafe Wa. Mm-hmm. And all, all the platforms, just mm-hmm. to hear what we're talking about. This is, you know, we were talking before we started recording about mm-hmm. the benefits of podcasting. Yeah. One, one of the negatives is having to, to describe music. You can't actually play it. Mm-hmm. So if you are listening or watching and want to hear, please stream the stuff. It, it's going to blow your mind. Mm-hmm. And you Wilson. mentioned Nancy Wilson. Mm-hmm. Earlier this week, I shared that version of Barracuda you did with Nuno Betancourt mm-hmm. and Taylor. Mm-hmm. Now, I... Obviously, you've earned your seat at the table, Liv, but mm-hmm. to be able to belt out Barracuda yeah. with Na- with Nancy's blessing. Yeah. That right there is crazy. Like, when, <clears throat> excuse me, Nancy and I met, we, we really clicked. Um, I had a chance to open for them at the Hollywood Bowl. Um, the only thing I wanted was the end of the night because I was like, okay, where's Ann? Where's Ann? Where's Ann? I just want to see him. You know, I don't fan out on a lot of people, but I fanned out. And um, Nancy, I think Ann had left, and Nancy was still there. And um, I just, I ran up to Nancy, and I was like, oh my God, it's so nice to meet you. I have a, you know, like a rock song that I'm writing. I just want to know what you would think. And she was just as sweet and open, and she's like, oh yeah, absolutely. Like, let's stay connected. And I'm thinking like, really? (laughs) And she's like, have your people, call my people, let's just do lunch. And I'm like, I don't have people. At the time, like, I'm like, well, it's just going to be me. <laughs> so I sent her an email, and um, she really, like, bless her, kept with her word, and we met up 
and had lunch and we had such a great time. She was like, man, we should write together. And I was like, absolutely, that would be great. Wait, is this, so did Road Case Royale literally start that, that soon? Mm-hmm. It was that instant? Mm-hmm. Wow. It was really cool. And um, when we started to do the songs at first, when we started Road Case, I think it was, it was Ben, <clears throat> amazing songwriter. Um, Dan, uh, sorry, his last name escapes me, plays bass. Ryan Waters and Ben we all sat in a little kumbaya circle in the beginning at rehearsal to see if it was going to work out instantly we were playing like kind of like some Steely Dan stuff you know sweet and it was really cool and then we knew we were like why are we in this little circle we instantly got like set up like we were like a live band like performing audience style rehearsing instant like it was my it just clicked it really it really clicked and she's beautiful nancy is beautiful and then when she introduced the heart tunes i was like oh no because you did these dreams these dreams that was really dope to do perform them because we did a couple of shows opening up for bob seeger mm-hmm. um so it was i was petrified to do some of the petrified and she's like no it's good and I, for me, just wanted heart fans because I know how important those songs are. Just anybody, mm-hmm. how important those songs are. And I was like praying to God I could try to do them as best as I could and interpret them the way that I felt like I could. So, well, heart, so thank you. I appreciate. Heart just means so much. So much. And for for women in music. So much. Mm-hmm. They're emblematic of, of changing the tide. Yeah, absolutely. And like listening to Anne's voice going back and like listen because I when I got to work with Nancy I was even going back and some of their older stuff and like listening to Anne's voice like Anne is incredible mm-hmm. insane like her vocal range and and I was just like and then you had to tour with that <laughs> I was like that's the really that's honest to God that's really the question like I don't know how many dates but to have to tour with that voice and to be singing like that night after night after night and mm-hmm you see, I'm hoarse now from like probably two shows. And my God, beautiful. Like really, really beautiful. Really. It's incredible <laughs> how she, like those times back then in the 70s, like, come on. Oh, They don't have amps like we got now. Well, and even the song Barracuda, which is about just the, the evil, slimy mm. record business. Yep. Like, I can't imagine, the record business isn't any less slimy per se, but... It had to have been really gross for women in the 1970s. I'm when, sure. When Hart was, you know, circa Dreamboat Annie. I'm sure. These fierce women, Nancy playing guitar and, like, Anne's voice, like, thunder. Like, you joking? And how strong they are? Like, mm-hmm. still to this day, those women are fierce. Those women are fierce, like, strong, like, reverent. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's it's really powerful to see even now how much they affect. I don't think... I think they know and hope Nancy knows that the effect of that on women in rock too, mm-hmm. how you can just really be out there and set your tone authentically of what you want. You know, that's what honest, honest to God, hanging around Nancy Wilson and just being there. And what I've learned so much from her is like just her energy of like going in a room and being like, no, like this is what I want. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to write. This is what I want to sing. 
you know, I learned so much of that from her, really, because I had a uh, a moment of like insecurity at times of not necessarily not knowing what I want, but just the energy in a room, mm -hmm. being okay with what you're writing, not so much as like being so insecure and, and uh, like not just unsure. That's what the word, not insecure, but unsure, and just going with what you know, you know, um, yeah. yeah. Timing wise, when you met Nancy, that was. Mm -hmm. I, the band started shortly after Prince passed. Was that around the time when you met Nancy? Was it post? Yeah, that's crazy. Was it just Probably. one of those magical things where you found the right person at the right time in your life to connect with? I honestly, how could you not think that? Yeah. Because for me, um, that's where the song for that's the the song that I have is called Mantra. That was the song I asked Nancy to actually listen to because. At the time, I think Prince heard it a little bit, and he was excited about where I was going musically. And um, he hadn't heard the finished product, but then I had it for maybe like a year or two, and I was like, maybe Nancy. I'm just curious what she said. That's really how we connected because I wanted her just to hear the song, just to yeah. give her feedback. And then we just kind of, then it just flowed. And it's a blessing because... That was such a hard time, such a hard time for me. I didn't know what I wanted to do as an artist anymore. I was just kind of like, I was floating out there. I was, I was about to use the word adrift. I was really adrift. Um, but I needed to stay creative. I, being a part of the heart situation, not heart, that's because I'm not part of heart, being a part of Road Case Royale and to be able to sing the heart songs was a saving for me. I could totally see that like honest to god like to sing what about love and just to have another creative flow and also for someone just to be there like nancy's so i'm telling you she's so cool she is so cool yeah really cool and here you are with again the new ep the live ep mm -hmm. you are clearly you, you are in a groove with <laughs> your voice moving forward in the future Bless. now these songs these are the live songs. Yes. What I'm, I've got to assume there's a studio strategy for you on the horizon. There's a mm -hmm. plan to record mm -hmm. studio music. Yeah. Um, the studio album, I keep pushing it back. But the studio album is coming out next year. I just want it to be right. I don't want to feel rushed. Mm -hmm. That's all. I, w I just want it to be right. And I think I know when that time will be right. <laughs> I keep thinking like, oh, yeah, this is it. But I keep meeting amazing producers and... Um, trying to find my sound because it's been probably six, seven years since I recorded. My last album was in 2014. So I've had a lot of life happening then, a yeah. lot of story happening then. And I'm very connected, very connected to my music, but I also want people to be happy about the body of work. People don't really do body of work anymore, but... We live in you know, an a la carte music culture don't we absolutely song by song <laughs> song by song but I, to your point like I, I think sequencing an album and having that kind of start to finish vision while it may be a lost art form it's still an important one I think so I think so still but I also have to keep in mind it's a fine dance I should say because how long should the song be you know the the dance is I want to create just because I want to create right mm-hmm but I also want to create to capture people's attention in two and a half minutes now, right? 
more so than you're like okay seven minutes like i can go a whole seven minutes listening to songs you know but now it's different yeah more things i think on the live ep mm-hmm. is 10 minutes yeah it's 10 minutes you, you have a couple rounds of two and a half minutes to get people's attention on that one i'm t- well <laughs> There's the intro. <laughs> there's the first. You know what I mean? Like we, like for me, that's what I mean. Like, like I love to create the story. I love to create the visual, and I think that's mm-hmm. what my band is really good at. Is trying to create the mood and the energy of it all. Like, and that's what I feel like when I did the live at Cafe Wa. We didn't know we were recording it that night. We just wanted to capture what the shows felt like. Mm-hmm. I didn't care if it was right or wrong because I'm the kind of person who get in my head and will not put a thing out whether it be social media whatever if I don't feel that it's perfect and I shouldn't feel that nobody should feel like that because you feel like sometimes you'll be criticized but the moment is what matters hey you there's know? that business cliche that perfect is the enemy of good there you go that's great yeah you, you get in your own head you overthink stuff that's and it you can't get out of your own way that's it <laughs> Hundred percent. That's me. You know, one of the things I find so absolutely delightful about you mm. is, I mean, you're you're self-deprecating. You're very mm. honest and forthright. Mm. Is that a Midwest thing? Do you, do you think your Midwestern roots have have shaped who you are? Absolutely. <laughs> I think the mid Midwest folk. We work hard. Mm-hmm. We play hard. That's all true. Seriously, and I think. It's also matter of fact, you know what I mean? I think we meet the balance of being matter of fact and I've been a lot of, I feel like I've been a lot of places and I think people here are very kind but also just, also very blunt with it too, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thinking about your live performances, uh, when when you did that round of TV with like Letterman and uh, I think Mm -hmm. it was Fallon a while ago, you had a a virtual army of horns (laughs) on stage with you. Yes, my guys, yes, yes, yes. Can we all agree that a good horn section is everything? The MPG horns, <laughs> the new power generation horns, they're 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 tough, honey. <laughs> and I wish that I could glide with them everywhere in the world with them. Because they're incredible. But they're all each incredible on their own right. Like they're all stunning musicians, like insane. But the, that night, those those shows were something about that night. It was something. It was something in the air, something special. It every felt time. magical. It did, and I I don't like to watch playback, but when I saw it, and saw how sync we were, it's kind of quite scary. But really, the coolest thing, like I was like, okay, wow, wow, like I'm so grateful for them, hundred percent grateful. Yeah. Just as you don't like to watch playback. I don't. And this goes back to you, you know, not doing something until it's perfect. Do you hear mm. like every missed note? Every are you, are you hard on yourself? Like even with the the yeah. live EP, like was that a struggle to get that? That out? was, and that was that was a a very much a, a test trial for me to do. Just put it out and not overthink it. You're overthinking it. Everything is gonna be perfect. Like the essence of you is what should always be. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And I think we we see that all over the place. Social media, YouTube, just get the content out there. Just get it out. People just want to connect. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't need to to be overproduced, over nuanced. Just just 
the you should always pull through. Yeah, really, a hundred percent. You should, should, should. It's hard, but should. <laughs> All right, now, Liv. I know you came here hungry. I know we've had a lot of food. <laughs> There's still a full pretzel with dipping sauces. Oh, I see it. Yes. You want to? You want to? I'm gonna go for it. I'm going for it. God, I love having you in the car. I'm going for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You are. Here we go. Oh, there's a cheese. Okay, so there's a there's cheese a sauce. There's a cheese sauce. And it looks like a, a like a brown, like a stone ground mustard. Here, let's... Uh... Look at that. Look at that. Majestic. I'm going to stir that. There we go. Here we go. It does look... Oh, yes. Soft. I've got to think as an appetizer, Haymarket sells a ton of these because it's a brewery. Yeah, like of course. If you're there drinking beer all day, like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll take the pretzel with the cheese sauce. Exactly, and it was—it's actually when I met you inside, it's a really nice vibe inside too. It is. It's a really nice vibe. Let me just do well, this. Well, this whole stretch, like this whole part of Chicago, the West Loop, this is like Restaurant Row, like Girl in the Goat. Okay. Okay. Ocheval, the Burger Place across the street. street? This is like okay. where you go to, like, this is date night. This. Is, okay, got you. Thank you. I'm gonna go with cheese because that's yeah. what we do in the Midwest, Liv. Yeah, that cheese is really good. Mm -hmm. It's got a kick too. With a little spice. Mm -hmm. I like that. I need you to hurry and get me out of the car. I know. I'm gonna sleep well this tonight too. Because this is not. This is this. <laughs> I, I do want to thank Haymarket for yes their hospitality and yeah. You know, you got to keep artists well fed. Because <laughs> a well fed you. artist is a happy artist, and a happy <laughs> artist delivers a great show Tuesday night at Space. And that's that was, right. <laughs> that's how it all works. It's a it's a 100%. chain reaction. Mm-hmm. All right, so Liv Warfield. Yes. Space Tuesday. Yes. Live at Cafe Wa, available wherever you listen to music. Mm -hmm. um, I, I I love what you do. I can't Thank wait to see you. you Tuesday night. Thank you so much. And I appreciate the fact that you came here to just pig out and be a glutton with me. I did. No problem. We can do it again. Call me anytime. You got it. All right. Well, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. That's Liv Warfield. Love and celebrate and enjoy her music. Thank you.